What is up? Not much, man. Same, same. I am just pulling, just getting to pulling up my results for the week. I have to do some quick math. Yeah, it would have been October 11th for Raw, right? Hi. Um, I just, oh, I just wanted to say hi for a second. I can't stay for long. <laughs> okay, well, gee. It was October 11th, yes, Nick. Uh, uh, I wanted to say one thing. Sure. What's that? Uh, hi. You only get one, so make it good. Okay. Uh, let me think. I'm trying to think of something good. Uh, New Day rocks. <sighs> Not even a chance to rebuttal there. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I have a little bit of exciting news. Ooh. I am. Tell. I am recording today on Ooh. the iPhone 13. Okay. That is hopefully, I don't know, maybe the audio will be better. Maybe it won't. Who knows? I was yeah. scared for a minute because my login info didn't transfer over to the new phone. I was like, oh, I don't remember it. But I ended up getting back into this, so... Like, I hope we didn't lose everything, but we didn't. I figured it out. I don't know where I would be in life if it wasn't for being able to use your phone number to log into stuff. Mm-hmm. I would forget every email I ever sign up for anything for. <clears throat> Should we get to talking? Let's Some- get to it. Let's talk Raw. Raw. The show I dread the most. Sometimes. Raw just kind of grinds my gears. There's only like a couple of segments on SmackDown that have been driving me off the wall this past month. That's it. Everything else is good. We'll see how it goes. But to kick off Raw, we had Xavier Woods beating Ricochet in a King of the Ring tournament first-round match. That match lasted about 11 minutes. The reason why I'm uh, relaying this information will be evident later on. Um, uh, what do you think about Xavier going over Ricochet in this? That that's It tells you where he's at in the power rankings and whatnot. He's just a jobber to them. It's just disappointing. In in a way, I think this is an, an important point to make an emphasis to, one that I will most all the time stand by, Xavier on his own, Big E on his own. I like them. Their wrestling is really decent and they have personality are they a little annoying yes but they have personality you can get behind it you can believe in them Kofi I'm not a fan of I'm just nothing against him like personally it's just I'm not a fan of him and I'm not a fan of New Day in general New Day not Big E not Xavier but New Day the concept I think is Biggie and Xavier are really good. Um, How long has it been since, like, we've seen Xavier Woods actually, like, had a singles match? Because he doesn't have one very often. No. Not too often anymore. Um, As far as Xavier going over Ricochet, I think that's the right move. You know, Ricochet is good in the ring. But he just doesn't have personality. You know? It just doesn't... It, nothing that stands out. So, I don't know. I, I feel like it'd be very forgettable if, if Ricochet won right now. Yeah, I feel they need to repackage Ricochet and don't give him the mic. Let him do his work in the ring. Let that do the talking. Because 
uh, we can go over a fair amount of people for examples. And Vince loves to point out everyone's like the wrestlers' weaknesses rather than their strengths. I'm pointing at Killer Cross. Apparently, they, he's getting a, another repackage too. So who knows? I hope he doesn't look like a gigolo anymore. Well, apparently the mask is staying and the entrance music is staying, but he's going to be a more unhinged but calm wrestler, whatever that means. That seems kind of... That's backwards. It seems like clashing ideologies, but whatever. Just just let him be like he was in NXT. Problem solved. Oh, moving on, we have Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander beating Mansoor and Mustafa Ali in a minute 20. Next. Squashing them. <laughs> Which is weird because now you're pushing Mansoor versus Mustafa at Crown Jewel, but you just jobbed him out. So it's it's literally jobber versus jobber in theory, of a match. And you're splitting a tag team. I yep. say it with finger quotes, but they're splitting another tag team. I mean, they, and this is jumping the gun by a week, but I was watching Raw last night, and they had a Mansoor mostly. Mustafa Ali was okay, but he wasn't great. Their promo battle was just abysmal. Oh, my Lord. It was just, it was weird. None of the points got across. It was scrambled. It just wasn't good. But I, we're, we'll talk about that next week. It was just, it was rough to watch. Um, moving on, we have Shayna Baszler beating Dana Brooke in a Queens tournament first round match that lasted a minute 25. So Xavier and Ricochet got 10. Roughly 11 minutes, and we got a minute and a half for Shayna and Dana. Keeping with the record, I believe the longest match in the Queens tournament was a little under three minutes. Yeah. We're keeping with the theme. Yep. What do you think, Shayna, going over Dana? Is that the right move, wrong move? Um, I mean, that's the obvious one. Uh, Dana Brooke just... They, it's weird because like she seems to have like the athletic look that Vince wants. However, they just don't do anything with her, and I believe I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but like on commentary, Corey Graves was going in on Dana Brooke. He was man. He he actually kind of cut into her. It was odd. Very interesting. Because on commentary, that's not your job. Isn't I, I shouldn't say your job, but it, like you're you're not supposed to put down any talent. That's it. That's no. on it. football. You're not supposed to put anybody down. That's like a commission thing that they do. Football, baseball, hockey. I believe basketball is the same way for commentary on live sports. Analysis teams can go into it and do all that but not the commentators they're just there to call the action now obviously it's a bit different because there's your heel commentator somebody somebody that's just doing the call by the move by move calls um but usually that's on like it doesn't attack the person's ability to wrestle or anything but Corey just kind of laid in weird yeah, that that was a bit uncalled for. Yeah, what was he saying? It's like they're, but at some point you just got to know when to call it quits. Yeah, he like, said okay, it, exactly that. For anymore, like what? <laughs> yeah, that's messed up. This is basically just saying, "Don't watch." You know what's going to happen. So there you go. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but. Uh, Nonetheless, it was uncalled for. It was uncalled for, and it's very front and center because you're going to be hearing the commentary or the commentary over the match 
So yeah. Yeah. Like, next we have Omas beating Riddle. Uh kind of squashed him. And he went for a pinfall and AJ's like, nope, you're, we're not done with him yet. So take your foot off his chest. He's like, I want to see you roundhouse kick him and beat him up. Uh, I think the segment was good. I just, Omas doesn't know what to do. I, I don't know how many Omas matches you've seen or how many matches you've seen where he gets some action, but he gets a couple things in and then he kind of like stands there and he's like, what do I do? And then he does something else. It's like he's unsure of what he's going to do. So, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I haven't watched his matches, so I'm hesitant to say lack of experience or lack of uh, variety in the moveset, but I don't know. I can't say anything because I, I don't watch very many matches. Well, a lot of times with new guys, they'll either not know when to put their foot on the gas or they won't know when to put their foot on the brake meaning they're going to go 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 when they should be pacing it out or they're pacing it out or not doing anything when they should be on the offense now with riddle this should have been like a medium pace sometimes a little bit faster paced match that was just a beat down and it wasn't it was a slow slow burning you know, beat up on Riddle. And it wasn't even a slow one to where, like, he was toying with him. It was just like, okay, I slammed him, so now what do I do? And he had to think through it longer than what seems organic to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, next we had Austin Theory beating Jeff Hardy in two minutes. Short matches. Jeff is just all give, give, give anymore. I got to give him credit on that. Yeah. He is giving to the business right now. He's taking nothing. Which is good. He's he's doing the full circle thing. It was just yeah. weird to see. And Austin Theory is like, I'm not mad about it. I think it's honestly a good thing to give him a push. Because he's, I honestly think he'd be... Uh, if not a champion, a contender. A world champion, I mean. If not that, then a contender and a good one to where you don't know if he's going to win or not. They build them properly. Right. In the future, obviously, not now. Right. That was a decent little match. Uh, no complaints there. Oh, we got Jinder Mahal beating Kofi Kingston in the first round in a first round match of the King of the Ring tournament went for roughly nine minutes. Um, eh, I don't know on its face. It was a, it was an all right match. It just wasn't one I was too interested in. I'm just glad gender went over. Yeah. It would have been weird seeing Kofi and Xavier, but it would have been a little bit refreshing. I don't think we've ever seen that match. I don't think so either. Not in the New Day era, at least. Yeah. Oh, we had Sasha and Bianca versus Charlotte and Becky ending in a no contest. That was very uneventful. Accomplished nothing. Nothing except putting a great match on paper on a card and then not delivering. That is the only thing they did. I It's borderline fishing borderline I feel like that was just a little bit of bait to get people to come in and then you gave them nothing of it you know it was something to put in the car like oh this will drive sales on paper that is the that is the main event of the of the card that is the highlight just looking at matches mm-hmm. if I were to be buying a ticket and it's all these matches that is the one that I'm like that's the match I'm paying to see no other one that one over all of them and they cheated him out of it. Yep. So boo, 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 big boo on that. That gets a brown down. Next, we have Dewdrop beating Natalia in a first-round match of the Queen's Crown Tournament in three minutes flat, a new record for longest match in this tournament. 
a little bit surprising that Dewdrop is getting a bit of a push in the Queen's Crown. I'm not surprised. No, I I think she's going to get a healthy push, but nothing too crazy. Which, if you watch Raw last night, you'll know she's in the finals now. But yeah, that one's a toss up. I don't know who's going to win it, so it has my attention. I will say that. But that's that's next week. We'll talk next week on that. Dewdrop beating Natalia, I think, is the right choice. I don't see anything great coming of Natalia winning and moving forward. It's treading old water to me. Mm-hmm. So, and the match on its face was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. So it's a it's a sideways thumb. It's a the bar thumb. Meh. The main event was the Usos against Big E and Drew McIntyre. And the Usos beat E and McIntyre by countout after about 15 minutes. They had to be traditional, you know, they couldn't coordinate and things kind of fell apart. It's very quite predictable booking, especially leading up the crown jewel. Which I'm still not happy about this Saudi Arabia stuff. I'm not gonna add more to it. I'm just throwing out. I don't like it. That's my piece. That's it. I'm not gonna go into detail. Yep, that's kind of uh, kind of the thing. All right. I have I have one thing to say because I know you're probably gonna run over NXT real quick. They have. Uh, I can I can bring up like a couple things about NXT, but go ahead. So, I forgot Dynamite's not on Wednesday this week or this past week or this week. It's on Saturday. Adam Page posted yep. on Twitter on Wednesday. He's like, "Hey, I'm at the building. There's no one here. Do you want me for Dynamite tonight or what? Because I'll go back home." I just thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, that is funny. I just, and I just looked up Dynamite October 13th, which is Wednesday. I was like, oh, yeah, right. that's right. So I will we'll move that then. We'll do that after SmackDown and Rampage, which is a weird uh, order, but whatever. All right, so... A little bit of a short rundown of NXT. We got Tommaso Ciampa versus Joe uh, Joe Gacy. This is a solid match. Obviously, Tommaso Ciampa won. Yep. Um, Toxic Attraction announced their next title opportunities, and it, which is going to be the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Didn't quite care. Not really fond of toxic attraction. Same. Gigi Dolan. Zion. Cool. I like Gigi Dolan. And Mandy Rose. The reinvented Mandy Rose is cool, but I'm not over the moon about him. I'm more of a Raquel Gonzalez fan. Yeah. Mandy Rose <laughs> made it clear that she would face Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT championship. And uh later on, uh Raquel Gonzalez demanded a spin-the-wheel-make-the-deal match, whatever that means. Hmm. Guess we'll find out. But it's for a Halloween Havoc. I'm rooting for Raquel Gonzalez in that match, but I wouldn't be, like, mad if Mandy Rose won it either. So yeah, I'm, I'm, rooting not- for, for, I'm rooting for Raquel, for sure. Um, following that, we have Zion Quinn. I don't know if I butchered that versus uh, Mal- Malik Blade. Oh, I, don't, I don't know about these names. It's probably Malik. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't remember. Uh, uh, Quinn beat Blade by pinfall. Why not? Ivy. Oh, I. I. Tina Feroz. 
I, I don't know how to say Ivy's last name. Um, Ivy um, beat Perros by submission. Hmm. Uh, well, is there ahead. anything else for NXT? Uh, there, there's a couple more. Oh, yeah, go for it. John Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne and Ridge Holland. I got to uh, go Wag- back and watch that. That was one I was looking forward to. Yeah, it was a very good match. Uh, Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly beat uh, Pete Dunne and Ridge Holland. Damn it. I like Pete Dunne. Why can't he win? <laughs> um, then I'm we- coming around on Kyle O'Reilly, too, a little bit. So I, that's fine. Whatever. Yep. Duke Hudson versus Grayson Waller. Um, Duke Hudson won that. Uh, then we had Indy Hartwell and Persia Pirota versus Saray and Amari Miller. Hmm. Uh, it wasn't spectacular. Indy Hartwell and uh, Perota won. After that was the main event of the night. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Santos Escobar. Quite interesting because this night was a roller coaster here. So, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott defeated uh, Escobar, and then following that, um, Hayes, um, Came in, attacked uh, Scott after signed a contract for his immediate match. Pinned him to become the new NXT North American champion. That is a main event to watch. I might go back. I might. I would highly recommend watching that as well as the Tag team match with Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunn, Rich Holland. That one I want to see. I do have some stuff I'm going to watch today. I was out thrifting and I found a John Cena DVD from back in the day. The reason I bought it is it has a lot of the some of those early matches that aren't on the network. Uh, one with oh. him and Benoit that I'm fairly certain they took off the network. Oh, and- and there's, there's some like, bio stuff to it too, which is cool. Gonna be off the network. Yep. So I was like, yeah, we're that up. Be and I got a Triple H that Kingdom Come DVD set. It also has some matches and a biography thing, so I got some stuff to watch. Anyways, on to SmackDown. Uh, yes, let's go to SmackDown because I forgot Dynamite was also on Saturday. So I kind of messed up my tab. Same, same. So we had Edge cutting a promo with Seth on Seth Rollins, which was nothing new, just spinning the tires. Uh, so good King promo. The- it was a good promo. It's just a lot of the same. Yeah. Uh, King of the Ring semifinal, Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn. Balor beat Zane in a pretty solid match. Let's go. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I want Finn Balor to become the king of the ring. Well, now it's between him and uh Xavier, so who knows? Please would it be Finn Balor. In our next uh bait and switch match of the week, number two for WWE. Naomi versus Sonya Deville, kind of. So, Sonya Deville comes out, and Shayna Baszler ends up coming out and backing uh, Sonya. And pretty much cheap heat, bait and switch on the on the match. Not good. Yeah, it's. It's a good heel move for um, Sonya Deville in her feud with Naomi. Very good heat for the heel. 
that's about it. Yeah, it's, I'm not a fan of the bait and switch. And then we have the Seth Rollins rebuttal to the promo that Edge cut, which why do we need – I I'm a huge Seth Rollins guy, but why do we need Edge's promo and Seth's promo every week? Two segments gone to that. Why? And why can't we get some solid matches for the women's division on SmackDown? Speaking of those matches, we have Zelina Vega versus Carmella in the semifinal match in which Zelina Vega beat Carmella, which I am happy with. I'm happy with that, too. It was way too short, but I'm happy that it went the way it did. Give them some time. All right, that's my weekly anger on that topic. Next, we have a positive, uh, really good match, street fight for the SmackDown tag titles, Usos and Street Profits. Usos putting on a classic as they always do. It's a very good match. I, I need to go and watch that match. It is really good. It's good. I love the Street Profits. I know you're not fond of them, but I I love the Street Profits, so I need to watch this match. Yeah, it was it was really good. I'd say... Yeah, I'd say it was the match of the night. I was double-checking. I was like, eh, yeah, why not? It is. Uh, next, we had a very close contender for match of the night, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. <clears throat> Decent back and forth, trading submissions and just really kind of close finishes, basically. Uh, Ends with Sasha Banks beating Becky Lynch. Very interesting that the champion gets pinned on the show. Very. It was a shock decision. Um one I wasn't anticipating, and the match on its face was interesting, so gets an up. I mean, and, I'll take it if it's a solid match. That's one I also have to go back and watch. It was a good match. It wasn't anything like crazy great, but it was really good. Mm-hmm. Finally, we have the contract signing for the match between uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Really good segment. Back and forth, uh, Brock again playing either playing mind games or telling the painfully obvious truth. Um, basically saying he read the contract. Um, well, Reigns was mocking him for not reading the contract, and Brock was like, I already read it with Paul Heyman this morning, uh-huh. and just playing. It was a good segment. It was a it was a pretty decent uh, SmackDown. Pretty decent. Yep. Just give the women some time, and I'll be happy. I'll be happy on SmackDown like that. SmackDown will be a perfect show. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, why do we need to see in two separate segments Seth Rollins and Edge every week saying the same things? I mean, honestly, you could have cut out the promos for this week. Or at if, least one of them. You could have cut out one promo. And everything would have been great. It's just the same stuff. I'm going to beat you at Crown Jewel. It's personal. And that was it. So, I, I don't know. It's treading the same same water. Oh, yep. should we move on to Rampage? Let us go, and I shall bring up momentarily that Rampage actually beat SmackDown in ratings. The first time that SmackDown has lost since, what was it, 98? Mm. Something crazy like that? I wouldn't know the number off the top of my head. I'd have to look. But that's insane. Let's run down the card here. Starting off, we had Ty Conti and Santana Garrett. A pretty decent little match. Nothing too insane. 
Uh, Ty Conti beats Santana with a DD Tay and a pinfall. Love the name of the move, the DDT. Yeah, she she's one of my she's like a sleeper favorite. Like people kind of sleep on her, but like she's I think she's gonna be she's she has a lot of potential, is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. And I met her, she's really nice. She is pretty cool. Lee Next. Moriarty versus Bobby Fish. Yes. Oh, good. Super good, man. I I really liked it. I'm liking the Bobby Fish action in AEW. He's he's one of those wrestlers that doesn't need much personality because the personality he lacks, or the character, I should say, mm-hmm. is made up for in how he how good he wrestles mm-hmm. good technical match uh bobby fish pins uh lee moriarty for the win overall a really good match very good matt let's Contend- contender for match of the night are you talking Bobby Fish and Mar- Moriarty or Suzuki Oh, the next match. Brian. Okay. Yeah. So next we have Brian Danielson and Minoru Suzuki. Contender for match of the night. That was a... That was a rough match. A stiff match. It was a stiff match. Um, it was just kind of... I don't want to say... I don't know. How would I, how would I phrase that? Not brutal, but like hitting matches. I yeah, I love hard hitting matches like these. Very technical to an extent. This is exactly what I want out of a match. And then so is the next match that we'll get to. That one is also a contender for match of the night. Those two, I don't know which one is my match of the night. No idea. True. We have Brian Danielson pinning Minoru Suzuki for the for the win. Then we move on to the main show. The main show kicks off with CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. I'm an early 2010 guy. That's about when I came into wrestling. Uh, so coming in, you had CM Punk and you had Evan Bourne. Around the time he was doing yep. like Airborne and stuff like that. That team was yep. Randy Orton. Yeah. Randy Orton. Um, it was Kofi. I don't know why I said that, and then I thought of him. And then I'm... The, the most epic RKO who have, you've ever seen on this planet. I don't Except given the curb stomp at Manios, it one, gives it a run for its that, money. That one does give it a run for its money, but I just can't help but just like, well, Matt now taking that shooting star press. Uh, what's well, not shooting star press? What, what was this move again? What, what was this finisher called? Whatever. Ah, uh, Lord. That uh, move. Uh, what was it? Oh, Lord. What was it? It was. It's just essentially like a shooting star press. But, yeah. but him doing See. that and taking an RKO is like. Magnificent. They had one shot and they nailed it. It's in the book. Google's listening to me, man. I typed in Evan. The first thing that came up, Evan Bourne finisher. Not even kidding. (laughs) Oh, okay. This is so stupid. This is so stupid. What was the name of the move? No, I googled Evan Bourne finisher, and they have those like drop down things on Google, you know. Yeah. Uh, and according to WWE Wiki at WorldWrestlingEntertainment.fandom.com, Evan Bourne's finisher is poop on people. Oh yeah, someone had to have like no, that's a troll. And his his surname is Eve Pepperoni. Yeah, someone's but- trolling. So that's definitely not it. 
who who does that? Who just wakes up and is like, yep, that's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna write that um, into a into a <laughs> wiki about it born. Ay 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 man. Oh my. I think it was just the shooting star press. It doesn't say there's anything else. Yeah, that's that's all I remembered is like a shooting star press. Oh, it was airborne. It is really what it was called, airborne. Yeah, I'd, all right. That's all right. Me or whatever. Anyways, CM Punk gets the pinfall after hitting the GTS, wins the match. Uh, commercial break. Dark Order is all together backstage. They challenge the Young Bucks to a match, and. Next, we have Ruby Soho versus the Bunny. Decent another, match. another. Uh, I will say solid match, and they're building Ruby Soho right. I'd give it like a three point seven five out of five. Give it a four. Give it a four out of five. I I would give like. I think I'd give Punk and Side all the same. Really? Yeah, I'd give Sidal and or Sidal, um, Brian and Suzuki a four. I give Fish and Moriarty like a four point three. Hey, we we have different tastes in matches for sure. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Anyways, the winner of that match, Ruby Soho, by pinfall. Uh, Penelope Ford attacked Ruby after the match. Uh, Bunny and Penelope both beat up Soho. And Penelope Ford punches Soho across the face with a pair of brass knuckles. Even with the gimmick. Moving on. <laughs> this one I was man of the year and Junior Dos Santos. <sighs> it was okay, but it, I don't know. I I give it like a three. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. A lot. Of I would the, agree with you there. It was a lot of interference from. Paige Van Zant, uh, I believe it was Mazavidal as well, hitting a knee on yeah. Jericho. It was it was Mazavidal. Okay. Uh, Scorpio Sky gets the pinfall on Jericho. Yeah, it, I could I could have gone without all the shenanigans. Yeah. After the match, they beat down the inner circle. Um. Santana and Ortiz ran down to help out and they cleared the ring and Rampage goes off with the inner circle holding the ring together. Overall, not a bad show. That was pretty solid. Very solid. Middle part of the card is where everything just like soars up to the sky. It was like best thing you'll ever see. It's just disappointing to have such a meh to the show. I mean, it wasn't even very meh. I think it could have been really good if it wasn't for all the interference. Yeah. Because that's a lot of... uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of stuff that doesn't need to happen. Yeah. Okay. Dynamite time. Dynamite. To Dante Marco versus Malachi Black. Where Malachi oh. won. Oh, I was so excited and it met my expectations. I think it met my expectations. I don't think it exceeded any expectations. It was pretty good, but I won't say it was great. I loved it. Met my expectations. After that, we had Shivani interviewing uh, 
Jurassic Express and uh, and Super Elite show up and they put Luchasaurus through a table. Tables. I love people going through tables. I love it. Anyone ask what my favorite match stipulation is? It's tables. True, true. Next, we had an inner circle promo. Santana hyping the crowd, talking a little bit about American Top Team. And then out came American Top Team and everybody that runs with them. Um, then Jericho golden nugget of funny promos. He asked <laughs> Paige Van Zandt if she fancies him said not to worry because he wouldn't touch her with her husband's genitals. <laughs> oh, man. It was, it was just great. It was great. Uh, he's, he's great on the mic. Really. I love him. Oh, after this whole thing, we had FTR beating the Lucha Bros uh, via pinfall after 10 minutes to become the new AAA Tag Team Champions. So now, FTR has been NXT Tag Champions, AEW Tag Champions, and AAA Tag Team Champions. Not too many missing for them. Yeah, they're about to get... Yeah, they're about to get, like, all of the businesses, like, Tag Team Championship. That was a really good match, too. I, I that one. It was a good match. It on paper it doesn't look like a good mashing of styles, but in execution, it was really good. Because you have the high flying, uh, flippy craziness of the Lucha Bros, and then the more traditional beatdown style of FTR, and it just worked out. Uh, then we had a Leo Rush interview where. Leo announced that he's going to be Dante Martin's tag team partner. Don't know how I feel about that. I thought he retired from wrestling. That's the last thing I heard of that man. He did, and then he came back uh, again. I think it's his second or third time doing that in his career. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And then we had uh, the definition of a squash match. Yeah, Moxley and Yuta. Yeah. Less than a minute. Crazy. They didn't accomplish much, but show uh, angry Moxley. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Wheeler Yuta's kind of solid. I mean, he's not on Mox's level, but he's solid. Yeah. I don't know. Felt on this, especially for a minute. Yeah, it was very strange. Whatever. Oh, let's see. Serena Deeb had an interview, uh, which she turned heel, and uh, Sheeta attacked her during the um during the promo. So it looks like they're gonna keep feuding. I don't know how to feel about that. The match was decent between Deeb and Sheeta, but we'll see. If I get to see more of Sheeta, cool. I'm in. Oh, let's see here. Next, we had the Super Click uh, defeating the Dark Order. What do you think about them going over the Dark Order? Um, I don't know. I feel like the Dark Order just can't catch a break. Yeah, kind of, kind of the same, same opinion. Like, it's great that Super Quick is back together, but, like, come on. They need to catch a break. Give them a win. Give them a couple wins. 
I think it's another lose-lose because you want to build up the super quick. And at the same time, you know, the Dark Order is on a good streak now. They've reconciled differences, and you want to show that it works, that they're working better now that they're on the same page. And how do you do that? You give them a win or two over over big teams. But that's not where we're getting. Yep. I don't think it's egregious the way it went or anything. I think it's fine, but I don't know. I don't think it did anybody any good. It was a good match, though. It was a good match. Oh, let's see. We had Sting um, sending a message to MJF. Oh, yeah, that was kind of cool. I, I really love these this Sting and MJF stuff going on. Anything really with Sting, I, I really love. Man is a machine. Yeah, I'm hoping... Uh... Hoping we get something from that. That'd be nice. We had a segment with Arn Anderson and Cody. I almost forgot about that. Arn brought Cody to the Nightmare Factory where everybody pretty much attacked Cody and Cody didn't get it because he's just getting beaten up. Uh, Arn showed Cody a picture of him getting beaten by his father. Said that he had it coming, and now Malachi has it coming. So I don't know what is going on here. It's weird. It's very weird, and there's some sort of mind games going on. I don't know what the end result is going to be. It's weird, but it's interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm very intrigued. Same. Next, we have Penelope Ford with the bunny beating... Kiara Hogan uh, via a Moodle lock. It was a all right average. I'm gonna say it was average. Yeah, uh, average. <clears throat> oh, we had Miro doing a not a backstage, but a pre-recorded segment questioning his faith. And says he'll be snapping next until he's champion again. And he also says that he can't see his wife again until he's champion. Great execution. Character is going places. I don't know where yet, but somewhere. I don't know. I I really am a fan of the Redeemer mm-hmm. side of Miro. I really am. I agree. Uh, we had a Hangman Adam Page interview, which was just kind of, you know, um, promoting his match at full gear against Kenny. So nothing really new or fantastic there. Well, one thing we know is that he has promised some cowboy shit. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping he wins. Me too. It's time. It is time. Oh, and to cap off the night, we had Brian Danielson beating Bobby Fish via submission in a very solid match that I liked. Yeah. Now this oh, I seen... five. That was when really I seen... good. When I seen this match, I'm like, ooh. Ooh, I know who's going to win, and I'm a little bit disappointed it had to be Bobby Fish, but the match was really solid. Yeah, I I loved it. It was really, I don't know. Didn't go too long, wasn't too short. It was just right. It is a perfect send-off for Dynamite. Oh, let me see. Um, so I put this out in the group chat when I found this out. Uh, though earlier in the week, uh, tables, ladders, and chairs—a pay-per-view usually set for December—has been canceled. 
what they're doing instead, WWE is going to have day one, a January 1st show. Hmm. That's odd. Very odd. I have a couple things here to start us off on random news. I have a couple Suicide Squad things, believe it or not. Interesting. Okay, so you know the new Suicide Squad. John Cena played Peacemaker, right? Yep. Well, they're making a show now on HBO Max with John Cena as Peacemaker. Oh, I love it. That is my first announcement. The second one, I don't know if you've seen trailers for the uh, new Suicide Squad game. I have. I literally seen it earlier today. You can play as, I believe, Harley Quinn, King Shark, Captain Boomerang, and Rick Flag, maybe? I know Harley Quinn and King Shark and Captain Boomerang are in there. Anyways, Samoa Joe is actually voicing King Shark in that game. That's awesome. I did not know that till I looked at it just now as I'm looking at news reports. So, um, for things of random news is that there has been some backstage rumor mill on WWE possibly pushing Montez Ford as a top singles competitor. What are your thoughts on this? Because I know you're not real big on uh, Street Profits, but you really do like Montez Ford. I do. I do. Um, I, I think it's another case of it's another New Day thing where the Street Profits and the goofiness is what I'm not a fan of. But I think if they had a little more based in reality or a little more focused, I guess, vision of who they are, what they're going for. If they were more serious in general, Montez Ford is a great performer. I think if he shifted to something different, he would definitely survive. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as Dawkins, I don't know. So it, it's it's kind of weird because I don't know what would happen to Dawkins and if you single out um, Ford, what happens to Dawkins? But at the same time, what happens with Ford in a good way? Like how far is he going to go? A mid-card yeah. championship, maybe a contender at one point or another for a world championship. I don't see him being a world champion. I see him being a strong like intercontinental title holder, maybe you. I don't know. It says in here, top singles superstar. So I'm expecting upper card. I don't know. Based oh, off there, of the word top, there is another thing I missed on Dynamite. They announced, uh, the world title world title eliminator tournament brackets. Oh. Ooh. I forgot about that. So on one side you have 10 versus John, John Moxley and then Orange Cassidy versus Hobbs. I think it's going to be Hobbs and Moxley. Oh yes. They 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 yeah. tease that a little bit with the uh, with Mox and Yuta that squash match. They teased it just a little bit. I really hope that Hobbs gets to the finals. But I feel like it's going to be a very hard-fought match, but Mox might win it. Moving on to the right side of the bracket, you have Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson, which Danielson will go over. Danielson's going to go over, but I feel as though in the ring, Brian Danielson's also going to like make uh, Dustin Rhodes look good. It's going to be a respectful match. They're going to probably shake hands before and after and everything, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It'll be a fun match. Then we have Lance Archer and uh, Eddie Kingston. That Ooh. One, I'm torn on that one. Ooh, yeah, I'm torn on that too. 
I'm thinking Archer. That's what my gut's saying. And then overall, I think Brian Danielson will get the win. And it'll be oh, Daniel Dan- Mox or Danielson and um, Hobbs. But my my brain is telling me it's going to be Mox and Danielson. My heart's hoping it's like Hobbs and Lance Archer. I really, I really do want to see Mox and Danielson. I really, really want to see that. Well, here's the issue too. John Moxley is a former title holder. Brian Danielson mm-hmm. white hot. They're not going to kill off Brian Danielson's momentum. I just want to see the match. I don't care who wins. I just want to see the match. Yeah, I, I don't know. But like, here's my get... other question. They have the brackets, and then where the finals would be is the huh. full gear logo. So is, is the finals going to take place at full gear, and that determines the next contender after full gear for the title? I would Because think... for the title, it's Kenny and Hangman at full gear, right? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, I think that would be the case because they wouldn't just throw in someone for a triple threat for that match, no. Or a second title match in one night, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think it that, no. It doesn't have any clarification either, so I, I don't know. Whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, I'm looking to see if there is anything else. That's kind of weird. Ric Flair to appear at Donald Trump slash Herschel Walker political event. That is Not going to comment on that, but that is weird. That is very weird. Oh, let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So, Alexa Bliss has already teased a gimmick change for her WWE comeback on Twitter. How so? So, on Twitter, uh, she puts a link. And it's a little gif of her um, with her current gimmick being the... um, I have no other way of saying other than the demonic Alexa Bliss. And then it just does a, a little bit of a tear and it goes back to regular Alexa Bliss. She smiles facing the camera. Hmm. Nice. That's, nice. The, that's the tease. I am looking, looking, looking. I think I have two things. All right. Let me see the first one here. Let me read this first. Let me see if it's even worth mentioning. Okay. So CM Punk is talked about the TBS championship which is going to be a all women's championship um and he shares a lot of the same concerns that we have saying and I quote I think if everybody has a title and if everybody's a champion then nobody's a champion I think you've got to be really careful with that I think the TBS yeah. is even pushing it there's already a women's title do we have the depth in the women's division do we have the depth in the men's division to have a secondary title um, I don't. I kind of. I I get what he's saying, and I, I would say for women's division right now, not so much, because there's more depth in the men's division to warrant them having the TNT Championship and the AEW Championship and the other titles. For women's division, I mean. I don't really watch dark 
even though that's probably one show I could watch every week. But we don't cover it. And that's like two hours on average. So there's more women that appear on AEW than there has since it started. It's gotten a lot better. I don't think it's quite reached that depth yet to have more titles. I think having the two titles is fine. I think if you went to three, that would be too much. I think two is okay, though, in the women in the women's division that we have right now in AEW. Because we do, there are a lot of stars that, you know, are championship worthy, but are not there because there's only one champion. You know, I think Statlander's up there. I think Jade Cargill, Thunder Rosa, uh, Britt Baker's, even though she is a champion, she's championship worthy. Um, who am I forgetting? Sheeta. Sheeta. Um, you already said Thunder Rosa. Um, Hater could be a contender for that. Ty Conti. Ty Conti. Um, you already, did you say Ruby Soho? I didn't. Ruby Soho's another one. Yep. Um, who else? Said Statlander. I guess the minute we stop talking about it, I'm be like, oh, yeah, th- that person. Yeah. Guaranteed. But there's a lot. There, there's that, a lot that's, more. That's a lot right now. That's not even talking about stars of the future, adding to that right now there's a lot of established people that could have that. I think keeping that drive for the women's title at AEW should always be the focal point. So if we keep on building that, we're able to also have in the background other uh, wrestlers develop and earn their spots in the contendership. If you get put more and more titles out there, you start to get more thin on uh, development for other wrestlers. That's my concern. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Oh, let's see if I have anything else for this week. I am not sure. That's uh, that's all I got. That's on you, my friend. Yeah, that is uh, that is actually everything. I just got to the end of the list, and that was everything. Coolio. I would say this week was better than the last one. Why is that? I feel uh, the AEW shows has definitely, like, that this AEW shows have been better in quality compared to last week. SmackDown was slightly better. Saying that because it didn't have two less than a minute women's matches that I'm still angry about. Um, had solid main event. I'm not counting Raw because screw that show. Meh. NXT, I, I I really enjoyed NXT, especially the main event. The beginning's rough, but once you got past that, it was good. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Overall, I think it was a pretty solid week. Not too much, not too little, just just enough That's good right. stuff. And just enough bad stuff. But you're going to have that every week. You're going to have good stuff, bad stuff, stuff in between. As long as SmackDown keeps doing their booking with the women's division, I'm going to keep ranting about Well, I'm going to keep not ranting. I'm going to keep getting angry about it and bringing it up every week until it's fixed. I hate to be that guy, too, that, like, is ragging on WWE shows every week, but it's it's just impossible not to. It's impossible to cover it and not rag on it because it's just it's just impossible. They they are supposed to be like the biggest um, 
company in the business. And it's, the qualities is not showing it. I just, I feel bad because I don't know. I don't remember who said it, but it's true. They're the Disney of wrestling anymore. Bad. It might have been Cornette. It might have been Bully Ray. Could have been both of them. I listen to so many podcasts and stuff and watch a lot of wrestling stuff. I can't keep it straight. That's fair. And with my classes, it's all engineering it's all just wrestling a, in my brain. It's a jumbled mess in there. Yep. But I think that is going to do it for this week. All right. Thank you guys for listening again. Uh, hopefully Gabe will be able to come in for more than a minute next time. <laughs> uh, scheduling just does not seem to be in our favor, in all three of our favors. No, but, really hasn't. Um, we still have to uh, discuss about a, uh, an, a bonus episode with yours truly. I have no idea when that could be. This month is very screwy for me, so it most likely not in October, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see if we can hit it before the holidays. Before the holidays, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying in October, it's going to be a stretch. But we'll see. Yeah, it's fair. It's going to be difficult for me as well. We'll get there. Yeah, we shall. Thank you guys for listening, and we will talk at you next week. See ya.